Welcome to Life Quest Liberty, live in-depth conversations with today's top writers, editors, and spiritual leaders concerning religious freedom around the world. On today's broadcast, we'll examine local and international factors that may be impacting your right to worship and obey God as your conscience dictates. I'm your Life Quest Liberty host, Charles Mills. Most Christians tend to have an almost overwhelming need to share their faith, to witness to those around them. So in this day and age of cynicism and mistrust, how do you do that? How do you witness without being labeled a fanatic or a member of some demonized cult? Liberty Magazine has an answer we need to hear. Lincoln Steed, the editor of the magazine, is here with us today to talk about his and our witness to the world. Lincoln, what's on your heart? Well, witness, you've done a good setup on it, and I'll take some credit for the emphasis on witness, but of course it comes from the gospel story and the gospel commission where Jesus charged his disciples. He says, you'll be witnesses for me in Jerusalem and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the world. So as a Christian, and indeed anyone with a deeply held spiritual faith, how could you not witness? Witnessing is sharing what you have. If it's something good... Tell it. Yeah. In fact, you know, now I'm reminded of the song, you know, go tell it on the mountain. Yes. And Jesus himself said, what you have to say, say boldly. The principle is very plain. With Liberty Magazine, I've always understood this, and I think my predecessors have too, but it's on my mind more than usual because I've been working on materials for this coming year, materials to put Liberty and the whole challenge of financially enabling what we do before our supporters. And for many years, we sort of tell them about successful legal cases defending people and their religious sensibilities in the workplace, usually in some public manner where they're pushing against prejudice and even persecution. And, you know, that's always going to be. But I think the most basic thing that every single reader of Liberty and each person with any sort of a conscience and and a view of the world beyond just their neighborhood We really have to think witness. We need to talk liberty. And again, quoting from the Bible, you know, the Apostle Paul spoke about the the gospel of liberty Mm. and proclaim liberty throughout the land, says the Old Testament. And what I'm linking to is something that I see from time to time and something we featured in our liberty uh, promotional video. We took one young woman, and I won't name her because it might not be expedient, but a young woman who works at a state legislative office as a, a sort of a legislative liaison, and she loves Liberty Magazine. She understands religious liberty. And we've featured her on our promo video, telling how, as she goes about her work, of course, with in her case, with legislators and public officials and public issues, she always makes a point of incorporating her views on religious freedom And whenever it comes down to an appropriate moment, she recommends Liberty Magazine and and quotes articles that are in there. And I think this is just the payoff to what we're trying to do. And as I've said in the voiceovers on the video and now here on this radio program, each of us need to see ourselves as agents of this principle. It's not enough to have someone or something, Liberty Magazine, do it by proxy alone. We need to see our calling is to be witnesses in any situation, 
You bring up an interesting point here, Lincoln, that our witness needs to be how we feel about things and how we look at the issues. It seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me that today people think of witnesses not as sharing of faith, but as upholding the law. We're going to make sure that those we are witnessing to, and I put those words in quote, know the law and are keeping it. Am I on the right track saying that? Right. Yeah, but a witness is not just about law. Ah, yes. <laughs> Witnesses is about experience. Mm. What, as one of the healed uh, individuals in the, the gospel said, you know, all I know is he healed me and I see now, or I walk now, depending uh, on the healing. There's the witness. You know, yeah. Who can counter that? Yeah. And if you really believe in religious liberty and, and its origin from above, as Jefferson said, you know, nature and nature's God. Mm-hmm. No, he wasn't being theological, he was just being abstractly correct. Yes. It's a higher value. It's above what a constitution may or may not grant. It's above what a political party may or may not see, but uh, it's inseparable from our existence as human beings and as, as people of a, an innate spirituality. We have to believe in religious liberty. We have to believe in freedom of speech, which goes right along with it. It's not by accident that the First Amendment of the U.S. Constitution is in two halves, freedom of the press and freedom of religion. (laughs) can't really have one without the other. Yeah, yeah. Well, as we look at our witness to the world, then, what are we doing wrong? Because, you know, you are a Christian, I'm a Christian, and we want the world to to meet Jesus, and we seem to be struggling getting people to understand the true Jesus, the true character of God through Jesus. We tend to come across as very legalistic. How do we change and come across as loving individuals who want to say, this is what has worked for me? Legalism doesn't work well anywhere because, you know, that's the worst aspect of preachy. In other words, do as I say, not do as I do. Mm. But if we are exemplifying a tolerance and an openness and a a communicative attitude about these principles, I think it will change society. Now, it's true for years we used to talk about the silent majority. They're not silent now, but they're not speaking <laughs> about the right thing. There you Ironically, go. the uh, religious right who hijacked the silent majority, moral majority, I think many of their public actions are not very moral. They're politically expedient with perhaps a religious agenda, but that's not the sort of action that will impress people that there's something free about this version of religiosity. I think if we give people the idea that they don't just have an innate right, they have an obligation to exercise their judgment on on matters of morality and of spirituality, and that in so doing, they're exercising religious freedom. I think then we've succeeded. And at the moment, the public view is the contrary. It's to restrict certain counter-religious viewpoints and advance, regardless of what the popular mood is, a legislative agenda to uphold the religious vote. Yeah, that's not really religious freedom. And, and I've said on this program many times before, if there's coercion involved, it's not religious freedom. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> it's an easy litmus test to apply. But witness comes from the individual. It's not doctrinaire. It's experiential. You know, I can go to the Bible and see any number of examples. And many times on this program, I've spoken about the Apostle Paul in his public witness, often in chains before uh, the leaders of his time. But he's not the only one in the Bible. You know, there's Daniel and there's, there's, uh, there's Ezra and Nehemiah and, uh, you know, on and on. Yeah. Of course, these are cases before the rich and the powerful 
And most of us don't have that opportunity. But you never know who you're witnessing to. You know, Hitler, uh, who went totally wrong, but, you know, at one stage he was a demob soldier, you know, living in the, in the slums and, and, and people could have witnessed to him. Lenin, living in the London uh, underworld there, basically toiling away on his political manifestos. He could have been witnessed and principles of freedom could have uh, been communicated by someone there. You never know. There are any number right now of, of major world leaders who have uh, come from obscurity or been in, in, in literally in a prison where someone else, perhaps imprisoned for their spiritual faith, could have, maybe even did, witness to them about their faith and about freedom principles. So the, the influence that we can have as individuals in any individual case, we don't know, but it's absolutely certain that as a whole uh, front of people individually witness to their concept of religious freedom. It will make a difference to the very top of the system that a country may have. My, those are encouraging words for those of us who like social media, for those of us who interact with people in the community, for those of us who have opportunity to write, or in your case, write and edit a magazine. For us to realize that the Holy Spirit can use our words, our insights, our ideas, our morals as something that can change a mind out there, and that mind may someday be in charge of portions of this world, is pretty mind-boggling. But you know, the Holy Spirit and God, they want to make sure that our love shines through to the people around us, because they may need us to, to be a link in the chain. Am I on the right track here? Absolutely. And you're using a term that I used once decades ago when I was coming back from Australia on a call to a failing publishing house. My wife said, where would you go? And I said, well, it seems a providential call. And I said, I don't know what's in store for me, but I believe God works on the big picture. And maybe I'm this certain link in a chain of events that will produce a big result. I like that. And that's not to minimize what we're doing. I think it maximizes it. We can be an indispensable link in something that could literally change the world as it moves in, a, in, a, in an ever-growing wave of influence beyond us. In the two minutes we have left in the program here, Lincoln, how is Liberty Magazine doing that? How are, how are you shaping Liberty Magazine to be well, a link in the chain? Very consistently in speaking of the, the ideas from a point of history, uh-huh. constitution, of theology, and of the actual experience of individuals. We have testimonials now and then. It's true, it's a teaching magazine, so we're we're teaching the principles, but it's people that make the difference. And also, at this time of the year, I'm (laughs) reminded of the necessity of people to pay the bills. (laughs) It's somebody paying for a magazine that means that it's on the inbox or in the inbox of, of, of a government leader or a community leader. And so I'd encourage our uh, listeners, if you believe in this, if you believe in the goal we've set ourselves that is larger than us, larger than Liberty, please make your means available for Liberty Magazine this coming year. I like that, because even those who support with their dollars, uh, with their gifts, with their prayers, they're part of the link. Wouldn't you say, Lincoln? Of course, absolutely. 
Okay, well, listener, here is the web address I want you to visit, libertymagazine.org. There you can learn more about the magazine and how you can be part of those links that are put out there every couple months when Liberty Magazine goes out and hits the inboxes of government officials and people around the world. You can be part of that by sharing your blessings with the magazine and encouraging Lincoln to do what he does best, and that is share the love of God and the the insights of God and the and the witness of God through the pages of the magazine. And Lincoln, I want to I want to say from the standpoint of those who read the magazine and those who enjoy listening to this program, how much we appreciate what you and your magazine are doing for the world because without you that link would not be there and without us you wouldn't be there so we're sort of a, a linked up group here team effort team effort absolutely that's libertymagazine.org lincoln thank you so much for being with us today appreciate your words of wisdom thank you always a pleasure and listener until next time this is charles mills along with lincoln steed inviting you to rest in the freedom of god's love goodbye everyone If you'd like more information about LifeQuest Liberty, call 443-391-7258 or email us through our website at libertymagazine.org. Join us again next week at this same time as we examine more of the threats and challenges facing your religious freedom. May God keep the flames of liberty burning in your heart today. <laughs>